yeah, just uh, really happy got the win. Um, you know, there, there's uh, obviously there's some things that we need to fix and then some things that I wasn't uh, pleased with losing the second half. But, um, uh, you know, there, there's some things that we got to – the game, didn't, we didn't feel like we we're, weren't in control of the game. So um, we, we'll try to get things better and um, have a short week and not a lot of time with uh, Tuesday not being a, a day that we can work. Um, we'll have to do a lot of things in the next and over the weekend. Obviously, we don't do th- anything with practice on Sunday, but in regards to this game, just really happy that we got the win. Happy that our guys played well, and for the most part, we're healthy. So uh, we got some guys that are banged up, but we'll have to evaluate it in the next 24 hours and see how how uh, ready they'll be ready to, to play. But um, you know, that was a, a good competition with Western Kentucky. Just like the fact that our guys able to establish uh, identity right from the beginning and offensively they were on fire and got a lot of points on the board and helped us uh help us get this this w and, and play you know defensively i thought we did some things that were good but uh, i'm sick of people driving it long on us and taking up the clock and and scoring points so we got to find a way to get get the score down a little bit lower <clears throat> we'll start with questions from uh, Norma Gonzalez, Salt Lake Tribune, followed by Jared Lloyd, Jay Lee Harold, and Mitch Harper, ASL. Hey, Coach. For some reason, I was the only one that dressed up tonight. But um, you I was great, like, Norma. Don't let it. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm disappointed that the other that the other media members didn't didn't buy into us. I expect better from all of them. So thank you for dressing up. Happy Halloween. Thank you, you look thank great. I did, I did it just for you, Coach. All um, right. But, I like it. I know you don't like to look at big picture things. I know you like to focus just game by game, but has it been able to set in that you guys are uh, off to a seven Oh start for the first time since 2001 and what that means for the program? I really haven't thought about that. You know, I, I, I'm just focused on trying to get the next, the next one now trying to improve on this game and then and then focusing on getting onto Boise and that that's a, uh, it's going to be a, a, a tough one and looking forward to that matchup. But there's some things that we need to improve on and, and, and correct from this game. But, um, yeah, I, I just happy that our guys are playing well. I'm excited for the fans, but um, it doesn't really matter now. I'm just trying to learn from this and get to the next game. Connie, got to ask about Zach. Maybe uh, just didn't seem as crisp as we've seen him be. And I know he's spoiled us because he's looked great in so many games and just seemed a little bit off, but – what did, what did you think about his performance tonight? Yeah, he was off because he threw an interception. So, yeah, that's, um, you know, but I think for the most part, I like the way that he he ran the offense. Um, you know, I, Western Kentucky is a tough, I mean, they, they, they do a lot of pressures. They do a lot of things differently and, and they're really aggressive. And so, um, you know, I think he put the ball in uh, some opportunities for our receivers to make the play. And, and, and uh, it goes, it goes, um, you know, those, those, whether it's a lack of execution or, or, or not efficient enough, it, it's not just on one guy. And so we'll, we'll, we'll look to correct it, and and uh, hopefully he plays better next. But really happy with – I mean, I don't know exactly what his yards were, but yeah, he, he ran the ball pretty good too. So we'll just, we'll just uh, work on, on getting better, and, and uh, hopefully he'll be, be better in the next showing. Lonnie, do you feel like this uh, performance tonight gives you guys uh, continues to build on the momentum that you guys have built heading into Boise next week? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the first half. I think if we can play the first half and, and do that, every every uh, every half will be good. You know, I just uh, I think we had an opportunity to get some guys, get some reps, 
And uh, I don't know if we took in enough advantage of, of those, those reps. So, but there's a lot of teaching, a lot of learning that, that can take place. And um, it's, it's good to be able to do that when you, and, and you follow it up, you know, having a win and being, having in control of the game. So um, just, just thankful for the win and looking forward. I'm not really worried about momentum. I just, just worried about trying to get better and, and, and become a better team and have better performance next time. And we'll take a question from Jay Drew, Deseret News, Matt by Monte KSL, and Jay Catch, 1280 The Zone. Lonnie, after the Houston game, you, you said you guys really got better in that game. You, you saw market improvement. Did you see the same sort of thing in this game? Yeah, I mean, there's a, so I'm being really picky, right? Because I'm disappointed in the second half. But if I'm looking at things individually, I'm looking at things position group wise, and even the phase, all three phases, there's some really good things out there. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a positive guy, but I, I really believe that you can get better every week. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. There's things that we can improve on, and so I, I'm I'm looking forward to being to getting the things corrected, you know. And I think I've said the same thing. Um, after wins, I say the same thing after losses. And so I just, uh, I feel like at moments we were, we were playing at our best. And then I feel like there are times that we weren't. So if we can get that done for 60 minutes, I really like our chances in, in, in games, you know? And so, um, I think we we're getting, we're getting better because we're playing football and the more we play football, the more we get to look at different, um, you know, there's a lot of different situations, a lot of different things that happen. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can learn from. I look at the last drive, uh, from our offense and, <clears throat> you know, when we had some some snap issues and things like that, they kind of put us in a bad position. Otherwise, we would have knelt the ball out, get the first down, I believe, a second short. So there's a lot of things for coaches and players to learn from. And if you can learn from those, I, I believe you can get better. So there's a lot of times, I mean, I, I feel like going to game eight, I like where we're at right now. And I, I like the fact that we can we can learn and, and, and there's a lot of things that happen in the game that could help us coaches and players get better. And uh, your team is mostly healthy heading into the next week's game. Two guys we didn't see in the second half were Zane Anderson and Gunnar Romney. What can you tell us about those two guys? Yeah, Gunnar's fine. We just thought we made a decision to hold him. And and I think uh, Zane, we'll have to take a look at it again. And um, hopefully he'll be ready for the next game. But I, I'm, I'm hopeful about it. We'll just we'll just see. Um, that's something that I I got to follow up with, uh, with our training room and sports medicine department. But um, – it, it wasn't good to see him limp off, but you know, hopefully we'll we'll get some recovery and get some time to rehab it and see what happens when when we get to Monday. Okay, we'll take a question from Jake Hatch and Jared Lloyd, and that'll be it. Yeah, Kalani. Tuesday, the NCAA has implemented that you guys will not be able to have any practices due to election day. You have a game on Friday night. How are you going to handle having one less day of practice already on a short week? Yeah, I think it's more difficult for us because we don't do anything on Sunday, you know. And so uh, we, we applied for a waiver and got denied. And so, um, you know, we, we'll have to just deal with it. I mean, that's uh, – I look at this as like a possible Thursday game in preparation. But I think there's a lot of things that we've done offensively, defensively, and special teams-wise that could help in the past seven games that can help us in this game. Eight. So I think Monday is going to be a really heavy day for us. I talked to our players in, in the locker room about it and coaches that we're just going to get over this game quick, make the corrections, and then um, get on to Boise when we hit Monday. And so, uh, you know, Sunday, go and, and go to church and be with our families and then get to work on Monday and then Tuesday – um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have that day off and then get back to work on Wednesday and then 
just really be mindful of our players and where we're at. We're we're going into game eight. Boise's going into game three. So the, there's going to be a balance of how we prep our, our guys and their legs and and the, the physical part of practices. We're going to have to be really smart about how our, our approach will be and then, and then see how we play on Friday. But I think the goal is to get to Friday mentally and physically be ready. Funny, we talk a lot of offense and defense, but your special teams has been pretty solid all year. Again, tonight, Jake makes both field goals thanks to the running into the kicker. But talk about that aspect of the game and just how well they've done this year. Yeah, I think the cover teams have been good, you know, and, and our punter hasn't had a lot of work, and that's good. Hopefully we keep them that way, you know. And um, I, I just I feel um, – I can't remember on the long one, Brett, how bad did he miss it? Did he just pull it? On the, he had the distance, you know. So, I mean, Jake wanted the field goal, so we gave it to him and, and, and um, just – I know he got banged up a little bit and was I – mean, nothing makes your – your legs feel better than kicking a field goal through the upright. So we have a lot of trust in him. He's striking the ball really well. We're snapping and holding it well and protecting well. So, you know, if we need to, I'd like to score more touchdowns and have him kick PATs. But um, just knowing that we can go to him for field goals is gives us a lot of confidence. Okay, thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, guys, stay safe. Appreciate you. Postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. The Cougars score in all four quarters on the way to a 41-10 win over Western Kentucky tonight here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That four-quarter scoring is uh, is pretty reliable in the Kalani Sitake era. BYU now 16-2 and two when they can score points in every quarter. BYU scored 35 in the first two quarters, then a field goal in the third, field goal in the fourth, and 41-10 is your final back again with head coach Kalani Sitake. So when you're up 35-3, to three, you guys basically play a perfect first half offensively and almost perfect defensively, only a field goal. How tough is it to maintain that same type of feel for the next 30 minutes? Well, I mean... The, the the guys aren't perfect, so you know we we, we uh, try to emphasize finishing strong, and we know that we're going to get some reserves in the in the game. But I think the the importance needs to be on playing excited football and uh, getting better. And and uh, we saw some good things. Don't get me wrong. And I like that we scored points every quarter. But I like to score touchdowns. I like to get some disruption. I like when the team's down and they're throwing the ball. I like to get some sacks and interceptions. So. Things we got to improve on, and, and hopefully we can get better between now and, and Friday when we play against Boise. Coach Tyler Algier, five yards shy of uh, the century mark, but Zach has garnered so much attention. But as a former quarterback, I know that when your run game's working, and even though even if they're not you know two two fifty, even if you're not they're get, not getting fed that much, the fact that they're consistently contributing hundred and fifty plus, and Tyler being such a big part of that. Talk about maybe Tyler a little bit and then just the run game overall and what it's meant to the success of this offense. Yeah, uh, Tyler's a tough kid, and and he knows how to break tackles. He runs with great pad level, and he's a violent runner. It's always a struggle because in practice that's how he runs too, so you always worry about him getting banged up. But uh, the guy just, he's he's a resilient, uh, physical, violent runner. And then when you have that type of guy with with, uh, great vision and um, speed, um, you know, I, I just feel like 
<clears throat> there's a there's a lot of plays that he makes and you know penalties have cost him cost him some yards but the guy just doesn't complain he just he's a great team guy and and always looking for ways to get better so I'm um, really pleased with him and when he does that and when our when he and Pelopini and our and our run game works we can do some play action um, pass and, and get the the backers and safeties to, to kind of like cheat up a little bit and we can hit the deep ball so we had some of those shots and just didn't capitalize on some of the deep balls tonight uh, enough of them what do you say about how western kentucky played you on the hole tonight yeah i thought they've played aggressive they were trying to you know they're they're doing a lot of th- uh, a lot of um squatting down a lot of routes and, and trying to take away the run game you know and i think the fact that we were able to get some establish a run game early uh helped us out in a lot of the deep balls and a lot of uh, play action pass and Zach uh, made some good decisions. He had one bad throw that I, you know, even some of the other throws that he made, I felt like the receivers they have to catch those balls. And so, uh, you know, if we can get that get that going and, and get some of those things fixed in the next week, I really like our chances. And defensively, we just gotta play great fundamental football. I don't know if we we seem like we missed a good amount of tackles and missed some opportunities. So, uh, looking forward to getting better though. You hope to get some guys back, particularly on the defensive side of the ball next week, right? Yeah, yeah, and I I feel good about that. I mean, uh, just talking to Zane right now, he you know we'll have to see, but I I think there's a chance that he could play this week, and and um, obviously we want to want to be as optimistic as possible, but I want to be able to protect him as well. So we'll we'll see what happens if if not, we feel good about the depth, and so. Yeah, and, and I think it's positive that you had Du Boise with a healthy quarterback, a healthy one-two-three at running back right now. Uh, your top three receivers, your top tight ends, pretty much everybody who needs to be in in tip-top shape feels that way. Even though there's going to be natural, you know, bumps and bruises that happen through seven games, nothing is going to keep your most important players off the field on Friday night. Yeah, and and, and starting with the front guys, that, that that's, yeah. that's the important part for us, our O-line, D-line. I'd like our D-line to be more disruptive, more stout. I'm not happy about the run game. I felt like our run defense wasn't good enough. So I have to look at that and see what the what the breakdown was and make sure that our front seven plays a lot more stout versus the run. Yeah, the 156 yards rushing the most against you uh, this season from, from WKU tonight. Uh, overall, can you play this game against Boise and get the same result, do you think, or do things have to change and improve for you next week? Well, I'm always looking to get better, and regardless of who the opponent is. And so, um, you know, we know we're going to get some guys back, and we're going to be healthier next week. So there's going to be more uh, experience and more guys starting the game uh, against Boise. But um, that just can't be the the overriding like comfort. You know, we we have some guys that stepped up. I, I was really pleased with some of the DBs that stepped up and made some plays tonight. Um, we're going to need those guys, but. Um, we just can't just can't sit there and, and, and rest on the fact that we have a big lead. You know, we need to play assignment sound football and, and play some motivated football. And I just I, I'm just really upset that we didn't get enough um, we didn't get enough physical play from our our defense. And then hopefully we can get that done. Coach, uh, really quick before because we're so anxious to move on, talk boys and all that. But one of the things that I thought was a concerted effort from Western Kentucky was to take the rhythm and the tempo and, you know, the air out of the ball, out of the stadium, right, and, and limit the time that BYU ha- was able to possess the ball. I envision with how potent the offense has been and the staggering numbers that they've put up that do you, do you envision that as, as a strategy that other teams implement? And if so, how do you counteract it? Yeah, that's a good strategy. I mean, you know, limit, limit the, uh, the the series, limit the, op- the opportunities to score. Um, but, you know, for us it's just – 
to maximize the opportunities that we have. And so when you have five touchdowns in the first half within five and uh, five of a series, then that's a good uh, retention rate, you know. So um, we just got to find ways to keep scoring and be more efficient with the amount of times that we give. And if teams want to want to slow the game down and, and possess the ball, then fine. But defensively, we've got to get the ball back and and play uh, more better team football. I don't, I don't think the time possession worked out in our favor. And that's that's disappointing, you know, and and uh, definitely the, the turnover margin has got to improve in our favor. So there's a lot of things that get better, but we're aware of it and just need to see that happen in the next in in the next week. That has to happen now before we get to Boise. It was an even night in the turnover margin, and only Houston had more possession time against uh, BYU than WKU tonight. 33 and change for the Hilltoppers. Almost 27 minutes for BYU. More with Coach Kalani Sitake is coming up next. BYU wins it 41-10 over the Hilltoppers right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is time for the Mountain America Field Goal Recap. For each field goal BYU makes this season, Mountain America donates $250 to the American Red Cross. Today, the Cougars made two field goals, 49 and 45 yards from Jake Oldroyd for a running total of eight field goals this season, plus a 50-yard bonus for an earlier field goal this year. That brings you to $2,250 from Mountain America to the American Red Cross. We continue our conversation now with Kalani Sitake, BYU head coach. Cougars win it by a score of 41-10. to 10. An unusual situation tonight, Kalani, where a team goes 10-plus minutes and 20 plays and doesn't get a point out of the drive. You guys held on first, second, third, and fourth and goal from the one at the end of that long drive. Didn't give up a point uh, after 20 plays. Yeah, I thought that was, uh, you know, we first of all got to get off the field, uh, and, and that, that drive was way too long. I'm sick of giving up these long drives. It's been three weeks in a row now where we give up a long drive that takes up a lot of time, and and uh, we have to play better on third downs in those drives. And so um just glad that we were able to be, you know, basically hold hold our ground at the very end and, and get get a turnover on downs and, and uh, disappointed that we, we turned the ball right back over and, Gave him the ball back on the three-yard line, which is obviously I'd like our guys to respond better, but they scored on that first down and, and uh, first play. And, um, I don't care if they put it on the one-inch line. I expect our guys to play better. So uh, there's some things that we got to get better. Obviously, taking care of the football is important, but uh, defensively there's many opportunities that we had on that long 20-play drive to get out of the dang thing. And so I'm, I'm really upset about the second half defensively, just some things that we – didn't score enough on offense, and uh, field goals, we kicked field goals. That was good, but uh, really upset about the, the performance second half. We need we need to do better. So, Coach, typically, and obviously I didn't have the great fortune of playing under you, so I don't know, but uh, I don't know exactly what your schedule is, but typically Monday's kind of a come out, you know, run the soreness off, test and try some things that maybe you're going to go into the playbook that week, but it's it's not a big work day. And then whenever it's a Friday game, Wednesday turns into a Thursday, which is normally a just helmets run through. And uh, you already talked in your post-game press conference. We all know about the, the deal on Tuesday, but which day is more likely to become kind of that work day, uh, that that typical Tuesday or Wednesday practice, Monday or Wednesday? In, in other words, are you going to err on the side of giving guys more recovery or you more want to put in a good work day on Wednesday to make sure you're as sharp, as close to Friday as possible? 
No, I think we're going to have to work on Monday. We talked to the team about it, and we're going to have a, a full work day. And I know there's some guys that are, that are a little banged up, and there's some guys that are going to be sore and tired from this game. But uh, we had we got to rest a lot of guys too. So um, Monday's got to be a full work day, and 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 you know there's some guys that might be might not get the full day of work, but it doesn't matter. We got to we got to get to work and take advantage of that time. And then Tuesday, obviously, we're going to be off. And then Wednesday, we got to clean it up and be ready to roll. I, I look at this as, as a as a Thursday preparation time, you know, like a, when you go from a Saturday game to a Thursday game. Mm. Um, luckily, I think we have some things in plan, and the difference is we're going to game eight, and so there's a lot of things that we've done in the past eight weeks that have got us ready for this 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 situation that we're in right now where we can kind of look at our schemes and look at our plays and figure out um, for the next little bit, coaches and players, that Monday we get going. We We have to put this game away, though, soon. Uh, we're not even going to talk about, um, you know, Western Kentucky when it comes Monday. So everything's going to be printed out. We'll send it out, the reminders and our text threads and all that, our, our communication stuff, and let them know the communi- the things that we're going to prove on, get to the g- game corrections. But more than anything, Monday we start Boise and, and stick with it. I know you're focused on some corrections from today, but let's note that Western Kentucky had the uh, third fewest points and third fewest uh, yards of any opponent you've played uh, fewest points and yards allowed Kalani since late September, that Troy game. So, uh, you know, th- th- there were some solid numbers to to be happy with, and there are some fine points you're going to want to get after. But uh, ultimately, it's it's 7-0, and um, you're, you're doing a lot of things well to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of good things, guys. Don't get me wrong. I, I, obviously, I'm, um, I want to fix the issues that we had, but uh, we'll get to that. But, you know, I think they had 100 yards in the first half, and, had 100, you know, 150, 160 in the second. So um, there's some things that, that that I know we want to improve on, but I, I think there's a good way to build it. I'm just kind of frustrated right now with you, so you guys are, are hearing the frustrated <laughs> part of me. But these these guys know how much how much we care about them. They know how much how much uh, I know how much they 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 love each other and work hard. But it's so much easier to do it after a win <laughs> to get after the guys. And um, you know, I, I just. I think they'll be ready. We'll be, we'll be ready for that game. You know, it's going to be a unique week, but, uh, you know, it'll be unique in a lot of different ways. So we're looking forward to, to doing some new things. And, and even though the schedule is going to be somewhat of a distraction, it won't bother us at all. There will be enough different perspectives on just what this game means on Friday night. But what do you think BYU at Boise State means here in six nights? What's on the line? Well, I, I, they're a rival game for us. The fact that they are, they're a game every Every year now, we've had it on our schedule for a long time. A lot of respect for their fan base and their and their coaching staff and their players. Really looking forward to the matchup. Um, this is something that we're really excited about. I'm just happy that they were able to put us on our schedule, that the Mountain West Conference accommodated us, and that Boise really wanted us to play them. So that means a lot for to me. Uh, it just shows the, 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 the excitement that they have to play, play us. I know our fans are excited to play them too. So uh, just two good programs that, that respect the crap out of each other. And, Let's go out there and bang it up and see what happens. We'll need to wait a little while to see what it ultimately means. But for now, it's two nationally ranked teams, two undefeated teams, two great rivals, and a BYU team that's still looking to beat Boise for the first time on its home field. There's a lot going on, despite everything else that might come after. We all know what that is. There's a lot of other things in play. It's just a great setup, isn't it? It is, and just so thankful that we have this opportunity and a lot of appreciation and gratitude from our end. You know, and um, So quality opponent. Um, exciting time 
national TV. Um, not a lot of games going that night, so a lot of eyes will be on us. And looking forward to the game. Looking forward to getting better, improving, and then having a great, unique week of preparation and getting out there and playing at our best. Great note to end on. Kalani, congratulations again on the win. Best of luck in getting a lot done in not a lot of time. And uh, the very best of wishes to getting up there safely and having a great game here in six nights. Thank you to you guys. Thanks, thanks to all our fans. Looking forward to the next game. Appreciate you guys. Go Cougs. Thanks, Kalani.